We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Happy Monday. Another week. Another MAGA week. Let's get it. Hit that thumbs up. Rumble the crap out of that button. who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I'll bring back Trump. I'm for everybody. I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm definitely going for Donald Trump. I'm going to have to go for Trump. Who are you going for? Trump!
happy Monday, everyone. Hit the rumble on your way in. Let's have a good show. Hope you're all doing great. Again, hit the thumbs up, but you're a fed. I see everybody jumping in the chat. Buck Fiden's losing his shit over Twitter. That's the name of the game. One day you're up, one day you're down, and it's all by design. It's how they do it. You're on. You're not getting seen. You're on their list. It's been happening to me forever now. <laughs> These fake lesbian ministers. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, anyway, good morning, everyone. It's Monday. It's a, uh, I feel like it's going to be a long week. It's already starting off to be a long week this morning, but glad you're all here. We're live, as always, a Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, right on Rumble, 1776live.tv. Brings you right here. I'll be live today, 3 p.m. Eastern, over on LFA TV for America First Live. Another great week over there. And if you missed it, check out our Freedom Fridays episode from Friday evening. We're live every Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. James Curry and myself, we did memes of the week. And uh, that was great. We haven't done a Freedom Friday show in, a, in the entire month of November. So we're back. We're back with a vengeance. And uh, we got a lot going on. Biden hates America. Trump was well-received in Iowa. I, um, I actually will see Donald Trump on this coming Saturday in New York City for the New York Young Republicans 111th annual gala in uh, down in Wall Street. There'll be about seven or 800 people there and a lot of, a lot of pretty cool patriots. A lot of fake patriots are going to show up, but, you know, whatever. Just ignore them and just treat them as they are, as fake garbage. And, uh, yeah, away we go. Don't forget. Well, I'm going to use my new button. Check this out. Don't forget to hit that rumble. Check that out. Isn't that cool? My new little, new little present to myself this morning. <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little things that excite me. It's funny, my wife says the same thing. Ah, it's Monday. I'm a little punchy this morning, so bear with me. What did I see in the chat before? I spoke about it last week. Oh, the Derek Chauvin? We were talking about that on uh, Friday night, Scaramooch, 22 times. Yeah, eight days after the release of the fall of Minneapolis, right after Derek Chauvin's uh, appeal got denied. The guy is a Mexican, a former Mexican mafia member or some shit. And, uh, and of course, an FBI informant. So, 22 times, and Derek Chauvin didn't die. What kind of Mexican mafia member is this guy? Obviously, he was on the, uh, the short list of succeeding, or like just of not succeeding, I should say. Complete failure of a gangster. And he's a rat anyway because he became an FBI informant. So now they outed that guy. They literally, they identified the guy who stabbed Derek Chauvin and then outed him as an ex-Mexican mafia member, whatever the hell that means, that he was an FBI informant. So those two things right there and identifying him, what are they going to do with this guy? They're going to put him underground for the rest of his life? He's going to be dead. If he, if he sees anybody 
knowing that he was in the Mexican mafia, which I, I don't know if that's the actual name of the gang or if there was another one of the cartels or something. But yeah, it wasn't a setup or anything. But the guy that the guy that tried to whack him, who failed miserably, how do you stab someone twenty two times and not kill him? You you have to be the worst gangster in gangland. You you have to be to to do that. On top of that, yeah, you're you're a garbage rat to the FBI. But what happens to that guy? They they, they can't they can't put him in Gen Pop. He's got to be in like protective custody his entire life. <sighs> yeah, they're gonna kill Chauvin before they allow fent the fentanyl Floyd narrative. To and it's already unraveling that that fentanyl Floyd narrative unraveled like immediately after immediately before the the first molotov cocktail was thrown that george floyd narrative was done done 22 times and the guy didn't die i was stabbed once in the shoulder with a steak knife while i worked ems in the city the bitch buried it in my shoulder too and and lucky it's only because i moved because if i didn't move i was getting it in the chest and she was crazy I put her head through a stove. <laughs> it's a true story. I, I had to put her head through a stove. After she stabbed me, we, we slipped on my, my blood on the linoleum-like project floor. It was fun. <laughs> anyway, that's a story for another time. All right. We got, we got stuff. Donald Trump went to Iowa. He went to Iowa for a little, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a rally. He was, just went and wanted to see who was going to caucus for him in Iowa and, and, and meet with people, and he did. It wasn't a tremendous event, but it was a lot bigger than any of these other cut candidates could, uh, could gather. I don't know if they had it in a school, wherever they had it, but there was a lot of people there. And I know he was in the chat before, I believe. Was that the one Midwest deplorable? Was that the one you were at? The, uh, the one in Iowa? I did deserve a job's dead. I did. I did. I told her she decorated like shit and she stabbed me. She, I said, why are you in the kitchen and there's no sandwiches made? And then she, and then she just drove the steak knife into my shoulder. <laughs> and it's luckily, it's weird because like it was in my shoulder. I went to the hospital with it in my shoulder and it didn't, I, I it's like a miracle. No, ner no nerve damage, nothing. It was crazy. I don't even know how it happened, but okay. So Midwest, that, that was the one you were at. So Trump brings down the house in Iowa. We're going to crush crooked Joe Biden next November. No, David Lee Roth. That was all optics. I didn't know. I did not EMS with David Lee Roth. No, no, I did not. No, I did not. No, I do have. I do have some interesting EMS stories, though. Oh, so the the DeSantards are all over the place with this Iowa thing. Ron DeSantis is going to win Iowa. Ron DeSantis is going to win Iowa. Hold on, before I even get into this and some of the video clips, this is thirteen hours ago. A poll. Early August, Trump was at forty percent, and DeSantis was at seventeen percent. Okay. 
In late August, Trump moves up four points to 44%. Haley moves up four points. And Ron Meatball DeSantard falls three points to 14%. And then September, Donald Trump stays the same. October, he loses a couple points. November this month, well, now it's December, last month, Trump's at 44%. Now Nikki Haley's at 17%. And DeSantard is close third, big time loser to Nikki Haley, to bird brain Nikki Haley at 16%. But the DeSantards are adamant about Ron DeSantis is going to come into Iowa because he visited all 99 counties as of Saturday. 99 counties, and he ain't leading in one. Donald Trump has had 99 bitches and has at least problems with about 50. (laughs) 99 counties, and Meatball ain't leading in one. So... They swear he's going to win Iowa, and then he's going to hit New Hampshire. Now, I thought I didn't, unless I missed it, because the the very unpopular governor, Kim Reynolds of Iowa, had uh, endorsed the meatball, which I have a feeling that, that, well, that fell flat on its face, and I don't, I don't even know if that endorsement's going to last, to be honest with you. And I think she's going to put a tail between her legs once Ron DeSantis just can't do it anymore, and the campaign can't do it anymore. His, his super PAC never backed down, has backed down. They have fired people over the weekend, some big people. And what is she going to do? She's going to put a tail between her legs and say, all right, now I'm going to come and endorse Donald Trump. No, I hope she's rejected, rejected like the fat kid who can't get on the soccer team or picked last in gym class. I'm done with these people. I've I've been done with these people. And and the the governor of New Hampshire, Sununu, he was he was supposed to, I thought, endorse the meatball at the end of November. We're now the first week of December, no endorsement has come yet. That was some, you know, crap going around the media. Maybe he backed out, he got cold feet, he realized he actually took a hard look and said, This guy's a loser. I can't come out and endorse him when Donald Trump is going to be the clear winner of the primary and then just shoot myself in the foot politically. So let me just stay out of it right now. He should just come out and endorse Donald Trump. I don't understand. So President Trump was in Cedar Rapids area of Iowa on Saturday ahead of the Republican Iowa caucuses set for January 15th. That is a little over a month away. It's going to go by like this. It's it's December 4th. And from what it's being reported is that Donald Trump has a hell of a lot more caucus confirmations out of Iowa than Meatball does. And I hope, I hope so. I really, really do. It's very interesting how, how bad the DeSantis campaign started and how worse it got, and he's still in the race. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, Sununu will probably back Haley. They're... I just have a feeling that it's going to be this weird transition <clears throat> when Meatball just can't do it anymore. He's going to come out for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is going to go, you know, grab some of Meatball's support. I don't think all of it. I don't know. I don't know. Sununu will back Haley. You think Ron DeSantis would take the knee if if 
if he had to back out and endorse Nikki Haley, do you think that Nikki Haley would work out a deal where Nikki Haley would it would be a Haley DeSantis ticket? Or at least he would she would before I don't know. None of it matters. It is wild. Trump's gonna win. Trump should get all conservative endorsement. Ridiculous. They need to get the party back on its feet. The RNC is going broke. The RNC needs to completely go broke. I want the RNC to just collapse. Collapse. So bad that they like have to cancel the convention. We don't have enough money for it. Donald Trump and MAGA has completely bankrupt up and I, I bankrupt us. And I will take that. I will take that as a win. I will take that as a win because if Donald Trump is gaining fundraising and the RNC is losing and America first candidates are gaining donations and the RNC is losing. I am all for it. I'm all for it. I want the RNC to completely collapse. And then everybody say, well, why? Because of the leadership from the chairwoman to the delegates, everyone just, they need to wipe it clean. MAGA needs to come in and just take it over. They need to be taught the lesson of a lifetime, the RNC, and how corrupt an establishment they've been, and we're not going to take it anymore. And this is why, you know, everybody there started out somewhere. Everybody who was a delegate who worked for the RNC, they started somewhere, and it's never too late. They all started as poll watchers. They all started as canvassers, as, as working on and volunteering so many hours on campaigns, and then eventually maybe getting a, a paid position in a campaign, and then going from there, and then boom. They've been elected a delegate or whatever it may be. I think that's where everybody's head should be. How can I get involved to maybe, maybe I want to make this into more than just a hobby for some people, meaning like I, we, we pay attention when we want and we want to really just, we need people that want to just amp it up and get involved full bore to try to save to take over, not save the party, take over the party and save the republic. I don't want to use the term save the party because I don't want to save what's broke. I don't want to save it. I want to annihilate it and rebuild it into something amazing. Not this milk toast establishment, uh, business as usual, fuckery of a party. No. No. Nope. Unfortunately, right. Money does teach them because money wins elections. There's no way around it. I wish it wasn't that way, but money wins elections. So we have to... I mean, you obviously see that people are fed up with the RNC, and they'll, they'll spin it politically and say, well, it's Donald Trump's fault. You can say that, but that's not a bad thing. That's the message that Donald Trump and MAGA are sending, is fuck the RNC because you guys are shit. And we're coming and taking the whole place over. That's what needs to happen. All right, let's uh, let's get into a, look, a few video clips of uh, forty-five, soon to be forty-seven, speaking in uh, Iowa. Thank you very much. What a place! I'm thrilled to be back with the thousands of proud, hardworking patriots in the heartland of America. This is the heart. As you know, we're just 44 days away from Iowa's first-in-the-nation caucuses. You know I kept you as first-in-the-nation. 
Don't let other people take the credit. We kept you there. On Monday, January 15th, we're going to win the Iowa caucuses, and then we're going to crush crooked Joe Biden next November. And we are going to very simply make America great again. That's what we got to focus on. And everybody's like, well, how's he going to do it? Well, Agenda 47 is laid out. Don't be a retard. You could sit there and watch every video over and over again, and you know how he's going to do it, especially if you were paying attention during his first four years. Ron DeSantis literally is bringing nothing new to the table. Nothing. There is no originality in any of them. Nikki Haley just wants to go to war and feed the military-industrial complex and run around with a fake name. So she's like Americanized. It's ridiculous. And again, more polls. Just Donald Trump is surging. Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Nevada. And he's either neck and neck or he's beating Biden by a few points a year out. People are saying more and more they think that the Democrats are going to run Joe Biden until his wheels fall off. I don't know. There is so much speculation. All we could do is guess, keep guessing, and see what happens with the Democrats do. We're going to get into a little bit of that, too. Here's another clip. Before Crooked Joe, no president in history ever weaponized the full force of the Justice Department, local attorney generals and district attorneys against American citizens or people running for office. Well, started with Obama. No president ever tried to deface the Constitution to get the other party's candidate, me, thrown off the ballot. You know, they've been working on that very hard. And put in jail. They always say disinformation and misinformation almost the same, but not quite. But disinformation and misinformation, they always say, we want to really run against Trump. If they wanted to run against me, they wouldn't have indicted me four times. 100%. And fought like hell to keep me off the ballot. But the fake news and the stupid people at the Wall Street Journal editorial board, they said the other day, well, they really want to run against Trump. Look, they said that in 2016 and we won. They said that in 2020 and we did much better than anybody. We got the most votes of any sitting president in history. Many millions of votes more than we got in 2016. We did much better. 2016 was good, but we did much better in 2020. The last person they want to run. So, but you have the stupid media, the dishonest media, the fake news media saying, well, you know, they really want to run against Trump. They don't want to run. And by the way, we're about 60 points up into sanctimonious and 65 points up on. I thought Meatball had Iowa sewn up. 99 counties he went to. But these attacks on the 14th Amendment are interesting because they had no case, and we've won every single one of them. We've gone before some major leftist judges, and uh, we've won every single one of them. But they attack and attack and attack, and they think you're going to, you know, we're going to demean. They're going to want to demean and hurt and harm and destroy your reputation so you can't run. But in this case, so far, we got to keep it that way. It's backfired. And to be honest with you, I'm much more popular now than I would have been if they if they didn't do it. Fact. If they didn't do it. We know we know it helped. And we know those indictments garnered a lot of support because it opened up a lot of people's eyes to as the federal government's really doing this to the guy, the front runner of the Republican Party. And, And he's right. 
if they wanted to run against Donald Trump, if the Democrats really truly wanted to run knowing they could beat him, there wouldn't be any indictments. There would literally be nothing. There would have been no raid on Mar-a-Lago. There would have been no documents case. There'd be no January 6th case. There would be no joy. There would be nothing. I truly believe there wouldn't even be a civil trial. There would be none of it. Yeah, I'm interested to see if Hunter's going to testify next week behind closed doors. I think that's going to be interesting. We'll be uh, paying attention to that. Trump also reminded the American people how the corrupt political elites have been in taking the dignity of Americans away. 100%. Yeah, here's a last clip from Iowa. For decades, you watched as a corrupt political class in our nation's capital looted your money, trampled on your dignity, and pushed their radical agenda into every aspect of your lives. You know it very well. But in 2016, you voted to stand up to those liars, losers, crooks, and creeps, and you elected an outsider as your president, and it was about America first. And they hated our it. country first. They haven't done that in a long time, but we did it for four years. And that's why we did so well. That's why it was one of the great presidencies, they say. Even the opponents sometimes say that he did very well. I have to say, take it back, they scream. His people say, take it back. From that day on, our opponents, and we had a lot of opponents, but we've been waging an all-out war in American democracy. You look at what they've been doing and uh, becoming more and more extreme and repressive. They have just waged an all-out war with each passing day. If on Americans. On our country, it would be a lot easier because we're going to bring this country to levels that it hasn't seen before. We're going to take it to levels even higher than where we had it just three years ago. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I am very ready for it. And this is, uh, you know, where we're up against the government. We're up against, you know, the weaponization factions of the government, the DOJ, the, you know, the executive branch, even Congress. I mean, I, I just, I don't trust any of them. Ah, good MAGA morning rocket. Good to see everybody. See, up oh, there's Laura Ann. OG Nick in the chat. Jonathan Allen, I saw you too. I will. It's Monday, so don't worry. I think we're all getting fucked on Mondays anyway, so it's bound to happen. So, you know, Donald Trump did his thing, and he, uh, I guess, after the. Uh, the event, he goes to greet some Americans, and he was just, there you go. Trump receives rock star welcome at Whiskey River Restaurant in Iowa. Listen, everywhere the guy goes, there's, there's no, like, hey, we hate this guy. Or there's no, he's looking like he's a manager of a Dairy Queen in this you know, 12 people in a place and, he, or he's, and he's awkwardly serving a beer like, like someone else we know. The 
people are like so in awe when he walks in a room that it's like they forget to say something because they have their their phones out. Like I've seen it in real time. I gotta stop. Hold on. I gotta pause it. I want you to. It's so funny. Hold on. I gotta rewind. All right. Boom. That girl right there. Center screen. The little the blonde girl in the black sweater. Get yourself a girl that looks at you like she's looking at Donald Trump. What is she in her in her twenties? Look at the face on her. Look, look, look at this. She doesn't even know how to. She <laughs> seventy-seven years old. He walks in, and I and I, I've I've spoken about this. I've been I've been to events, and he comes in the small events, Bedminster, and then in just the, like the reception room, and he walks in the room. I pointed it out to my wife once. Actually, my wife pointed it out to me. And then I, I noticed it because it, it was like over the summer that we were there, like four or five events where he was there in the same room for various causes. And a couple actually were for the Patriot Freedom Project, January 6th events where he, you know, donated the services to Bedminster plus money. People say he doesn't do anything for January 6ers. And uh, I'm there to tell you I've seen it in real time being involved in the organization. But you look around. And there are all these women, I'm telling you from mid-20s all the way into their 70s, right? They're all there with boyfriends, husbands, whatever. And you just, the look on these women's face, they, they're, they look through their significant others to just fawn at Donald Trump. It, it's, I've never seen anything like it. it, it's, it was, it's hilarious. There you go, Lorianne. She's enamored at just being three feet from the guy <laughs> and and i when i see it on video i laugh because i've seen it in real life like look at the it's more interesting to watch the women in the room their faces when donald trump walks in the room than watching donald trump walk in the room true story if you ever are at an event where donald trump walks in the room all right yeah he's donald trump he, he they they go you're gonna but i want you to pay attention to the women in your general vicinity and their faces it is a sight to behold, and it is hilarious. <laughs> he signed more titties than Biden got votes. <laughs> That's good. How many other presidents in American history are thrown items for them to autograph? How many autographs do you think Donald Trump has signed? Millions. So I'm going to pause it again. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what true Trump loyalty looks like. His back is turned to us, but the ball guy right there in frame, in the frame. That's Will Nada. That's, that's one of Donald Trump's right-hand guys, personal, like, special assistants. He's 
with he's no if he's working, <clears throat> see the him or another guy. They're no further than like three feet away from Donald Trump. You would think he's a Secret Service agent. He's not. He's he's the guy at the event if he's there, and he's also the guy that was indicted in the Mar-a-Lago case for the the documents. Will Nada, and and he's an unbelievable guy. Really, I really nice. Met him a, a bunch of times. Really cool to talk to. He's a vet, and the government's going after him. We're working for Donald Trump. That's all it comes down to. And there was, there was all sorts of rumors. He's going to flip He he all the shit. And it was all lies. This guy is probably one of the biggest Trump loyalists in the inner circle. Like, I mean, does everything. And there are people out there that want to say that they're like a Trump surrogate or a loyalist. And they're not. If if the, the, a lot of them aren't, but this guy, just if you, whenever you see Donald Trump on video, and you see that bald head, and you heard the name Will Nada, who got indicted, the guy's under federal indictment, and boom, right there with him, never cowered away, doesn't decide to cooperate. He's like, "Fuck you, let's go, Mister Trump, President Trump." His Secret Service details, top-notch. That guy on screen, the tall guy to the left, I met him quite a few times. He's like the the guy. Unbelievable, and he loves Donald Trump. I mean, how many, yeah, how many, how many presidents do you see that get that reaction? Maybe Kennedy did, but I don't know if he signed any autographs. I don't know if he signed any boobs. I mean, he did a lot of other extracurricular activities while he was president, but <laughs> I'm more enamored with the Secret Service look. Like, please, Mr. President, can we just get to the front of this room? His detail works hard, man. I've on really, really hard. It's amazing to watch him work. They're walking in and people want to throw stuff at him to sign. And he's, you know, they're, they're, they're throwing hands away. It, it's really, really crazy to watch him work. And there's a thing like, if you're going to hand him something to sign, you can't hand him a Sharpie. Like a lot of people say, like, oh, I have the Sharpie in the hat. His assistant's there with a Sharpie. And I think even a Secret Service agents carry them and they have to hand him the pen. Like it's it's very rare if ever they, they don't allow it. They won't allow Donald Trump to take a pen from anybody. But uh he it, it it's crazy the the um the level of security and insulation that, that goes on. And if you watch their eyes, it's they're watching everybody's hands. If you have a water bottle or whatever, anything like a drink, they won't even they'll be like, Nope, you gotta get rid of that. That's just boom, you're out. It's crazy stuff. We we're in this we're in this like war. We know we're in this war. This election war. We we talk about election integrity. We talk about the attacks on Donald Trump. 
And it's always good to see these reactions, to see the support that Donald Trump gets day in and day out. And we just have to remember, again, I know I, I sound like a broken record when I say it. Um, we just can't be complacent. I, I know we, we, we like to use the word landslide and, you know, all that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I just, again, it's just me. And I, I, I like when people think this way that, hey, even though in our heart of hearts we, we, we know where the support is, we always have to just say to ourselves, let's just treat this like we're 20 points behind. So, so people don't stop hitting the gas pedal. We have to hit the gas pedal all the way to the general through the primary at uh, and through the general. It, it has to happen. And while Donald Trump is out there earning the love of the American people, we have now the evil Biden regime and everyone involved hating Americans, hating America. And there are so many things that happen that we don't hear about because it's not in the mainstream media. And thank God, thank God for independent media organizations and, and independent journalists that want to actually tell the truth and carry the story and highlight how evil the Biden regime and Democrats in general are to America and the Americans and the and American people. Here's an example. Here's just one. Show me anywhere else you're really going to see. Like the Gateway Pundit does a good job of calling out a lot of stuff, obviously highlighting what the government's doing wrong and things like that. But this is just, this is beyond the pale. And actually, if you go to the DOJ's website on this, they frame it in a way like this America-owned Christian trucking company is evil. Biden's DOJ finds Tennessee Christian trucking company $700,000, $700,000 for requ requiring workers to disclose legal status. In other words, they're a Christian-owned trucking company, obviously have something to do with veterans and other, and other things, and they want to only hire American citizens. And the DOJ, the weaponized DOJ, is attacking America-owned businesses for only wanting to hire American citizens. Imagine that. Imagine hating America and Americans so much that you're going to weaponize the largest law enforcement agency in, in, in the country, the federal government, the DOJ, to try to cripple American-owned businesses in the tune of $700,000. Biden's Department of Justice has slapped a whopping $700,000 fine on Covenant Transport Incorporated and the Affiliated Transport Management Services, LLC, both stellar examples of Tennessee's robust transportation sector. Now, I don't know... I'm imagining it's a very big company, but $700,000 is a lot of money to a lot of businesses. 
Unless, of course, you're, you know, a, a tremendous real estate mogul or developer or something like that. Talk about a trucking business. The recent decision by the Department of Justice to impose a $700,000 fine, fine on Covenant Transportation Incorporated, a Christian trucking company, Christian trucking company, based in Chattanooga, Tennessee, raises significant concerns about the overreach of federal power and the disregard for the realities faced by businesses in regulating their workforce and wanting wanting to hire American citizens. Oh, Brandy with a B's in the chat, Dilly Meme Team, and she said, I thought that was a standard question on every job application. I think most. I don't know, did, did, they, did they take it off? I haven't applied for a job. I think I filled out one job, two job applications in my life. What happened to E-Verify in Florida, right? That was, that was a Florida thing, wasn't it? Well, I mean, are they Christian-owned uh, businesses? I don't know. The DOJ under Joe Biden's regime claims this measure is to resolve alleged violations of the anti-discrimination provision of the Immigration and Nationality Act, INA, by Covenant and its affiliated entity, Transport Management Services. You know what? Take your Immigration and Nationality Act and shove it up your sister's ass. Because there should be no one working legally in this country unless you are an American citizen or have gone through the legal process of immigration and whatever the levels are. And I don't, I'm not an immigration expert, but you should be able, if you have somebody that wants to come and, and apply for a job, I as the business owner want to know if they're a legal in this country legally. And if they're not, I do not want them affiliated with my business. Sorry. Unless I'm like, you know, some have some landscaping empire and I'm looking for off the books work or I have a, a construction company and I'm looking, you know, off the books laborers. And I don't agree with that either, but there are jobs in this country, unfortunately, that Americans just don't want to do. I get it. There's a place, but would they, it's it, it just, there aren't words. They're going to attack America-owned businesses because they choose to want to know the immigration status or citizens' status of the people that are going to work for them. The department accuses Covenant of discriminating against non-U.S. citizen workers by requiring specific documentation to confirm their legal status to work in the United States. What is the problem with that? What's the problem? It's un unbelievable. The Justice Department announced today that it has secured a $700,000 agreement. I, this is the, D, the DOJ's press release that they put out on their website. I love when they say a $700,000 agreement. <laughs> a $700,000 agreement. What if they didn't agree to it? What if they decided, no, it's not a fucking agreement. You're strong arming my business and the DOJ, the federal government is fining me. How am I supposed to fight that? Fighting that would probably cost them $7 million. I'm not even going to read the, the, the DOJ's press release. The first line says it all. The DOJ announced today it has secured a $700,000 agreement. 
This is no fucking agreement. This is strong arm robbery legalized against Christian owned, conservative owned businesses in fucking America's heartland going after one of the most important industries in our country, trucking and transportation. There you go, Brandy with a B. Breaking out the U.S. codes, unlawful employment of aliens. Brandy with a B with the receipts in the MAGA morning chat. You got to love it. And that's the thing. I'm hoping, I don't know, are they just going to pay it? Are they not going to appeal it? Are they not going to take it further? Maybe not. Maybe they're just... How did they... how did they get on under the radar? Who ratted them out? Or who who just decided to say, hey, this company doesn't want to hire illegals? This overlooks the legitimate concerns and responsibilities of business to ensure their employees are legally permitted to work. Generally, illegal immigrants are not eligible for work permits. However, there may be exceptions for certain groups such as refugees or those with temporary protective status. So in order to find out if they have that and they are not breaking federal law, wouldn't they then want to know the immigration status of the people that they're possibly going to hire? But they're getting fined $700,000 for requiring employees to give certain type of documentation to see if they're legal or not. Asylum seekers may be eligible for work permits after they have filed their application and received an employment authorization document. That line right there is exactly what Alejandro Mayorkas and the fucked up Biden DOJ wants to do between 12 and 30 million illegal aliens that are in this country or coming to this country. And there's a lot more coming, people. They're coming by trains, trains, planes, and automobiles. I watched that movie yesterday with my wife, Steve Martin and John Candy. I love that movie. That's exactly what they want because if they can get them as asylum seekers eligible for work permits... We're giving them employment authorization documents, EADs. Then how many of them can they get to vote by the time 2028 rolls around or sooner? <clears throat> According to the Gitz Law Group, under in the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986, IRCA, it is illegal for employers to knowingly employ undocumented workers. When employees are hired, their employer is required to ask for documents. The documents must show their identity and authorization to work in the U.S. Those documents must reasonably appear to be genuine. So they were protecting themselves so they're not violating federal immigration laws, it sounds like, the Immigration Reform Control Act of 1986. So is one law canceling out another law? It's all bizarre. Employers must terminate or refuse to hire an undocumented worker if they find the worker is unauthorized to work, but the employer cannot use immigration status as an excuse to fire undocumented workers who make discrimination complaints. Undocumented workers are covered by federal discrimination laws. The laws prohibits employers from retaliating against workers who assert their legal rights. If an employee retaliates against an employee for exercising their right to file a discrimination complaint, the employer is breaking the law. 
What about the federal laws that are being violated and broken completely and maliciously by allowing these people in illegally? They're breaking laws getting into this country, and our federal government is facilitating it. They're accessories to the crime of illegal immigration and trafficking. Fuck these people. In the United States, an undocumented worker or undocumented immigrant is a foreign-born person who is not a permanent resident and is not a U.S. citizen. Undocumented immigrant may refer to a person whose immigration status is not resolved. Due to the unresolved status, the worker does not have permission to work in the United States. These two terms are used are sometimes used to mean the same thing. An illegal immigrant alien is a foreign-born individual who has entered the U.S. illegally and can be deported. It may also refer to a person who entered the U.S. legally, but who has lost their legal status and can be deported. Like, I guess, if a visa expired. An undocumented immigrant is a foreign-born person who does not possess a valid visa or other immigration documentation because they entered the U.S. without inspection, stayed longer than their temporary visa permitted, or otherwise violated the terms under which they are admitted. To me, all of this bullshit goes out the window because, again, they are violating their own laws, Biden's DOJ, by allowing these people to just invade our country. Our justice system is a complete joke. There's no doubt about it. We know that, especially at the federal level. The DOJ's action against the Christian trucking company is to penalize them for undertaking due diligence and ensuring its workforce complies with legal standards. This, this fine seems more like a punitive measure against a company striving to maintain legal integrity in its employment practices. Practices plus not struggle and stay in business maybe. <clears throat> There's some kind of shady business going on with illegals driving trucks. There's been a lot here in North Florida driving dump trucks. Uh, you're going to see that everywhere more and more now. Look at New York City. Just about every single person on a scooter delivering food is now an illegal alien living at one of a few luxury hotels being paid for with taxpayer money. While they're making 3000 or so dollars a month in cash delivering said food between tips and getting paid. That's a fact. So... Oh, you know, this is, again, another example of Biden and his regime hating America. But it gets worse than that. And this is something I just stumbled across yesterday. Well, man, what am I going to talk about on Monday? Oh, look at all these just different stories about examples of Biden's DOJ hating America. This is disturbing. Biden's push to allow illegal aliens to live in national parks using our money. American citizen funded. It results in House GOP block. Oh, wow. The House GOP. They're actually doing something? Maybe a little? I don't know. They're not doing enough besides slimming their majority and acting like total cuck establishment scumbags. Republicans, okay? 
Republic cunts. They're not Republicans anymore. Until proven otherwise. You're a Republic cunt. Democrats and Republic cunts. That's it. That's it. You've heard it here. If the White House wants to bail themselves out of the border crisis using federally owned land, the U.S. House of Representatives just gave them a serious reality check. Well, that's great. In a, in a bill passed on Thursday, the Daily Signal reported the GOP-controlled lower chamber specifically prohibited any Washington funding to house illegal immigrants on land managed by the federal government. <laughs> <clears throat> I heard about that. Sammy the Bull called Joe a mob boss. And I, but I, I, I'm sorry, but I said that before Sammy the Bull, a fucking rat gangster. Like Joe Biden is insulated just like a mob boss. 30 LLCs, the whole family involved, other people involved. They're never going to get to Joe Biden unless they can actually get to Joe Biden through a rat like Hunter Biden. Maybe Hunter Biden is, is the Sammy the Bull of the Biden crime family. Or maybe it's James Biden, Joe Biden's brother. Who's going to flip to save their own ass? Is it going to be one of the women? Is it going to be his son? Is his son saying to myself, my dad is 81 years old. He's, he's going to die soon. I can rat on him now. Maybe look like a hero. I took down the Biden crime family, and I've been abused my entire life. I'll be the Sammy the Bull of the Biden crime family. Who knows? Speculation. People are, are predicting that. My co-host James Curry thinks Hunter Biden's been cooperating for a very long time. And I've been saying for a long time, Joe Biden is like a mob boss. He's so insulated, they'll never get to him until they can get to him. But they have to get to him through someone who's got the receipts and is going to rat. Because copies of checks and all this other bullshit, I, it, I'm sorry, but it ain't doing nothing. Huge bad move dumping Santos. Huge. Santos has a lot of receipts too. I had a conversation with him over the weekend. He's starting to file ethics complaints today. They want to house illegal aliens. The Democrats, the Democrats want to house illegal aliens in national parks. I would put them in bear infested parks. The bears are hungry. The legislation was spearheaded by Republican Representative Nicole Malata, I hate her. Maliotakis, I can never say her name right. She's a big one that might be getting exposed soon for uh, financial investment fraud. Or, you know, some what what information she had to make a lot of money on on uh, insider trading, as we like to call it. Turning our federal parts, parks into encampments for unvetted migrants from all over the world is unfair to surrounding communities and the taxpayers being forced to foot the bill while having their public spaces taken away. <clears throat> Representative Maliotakis, I've joined local and federal colleagues to use every legal and legislative tool at our disposal from lawsuits to this legislation to stop Biden and the New York Governor, Governor Kathy Hochul and New York City Mayor Eric Adams administrations from taking more open space from our citizens. Eric Adams wants to build migrant camps in Central Park. Kathy Hochul wants to use state parks. I appreciate the House Committee on Natural Resources coming to New York City to see the grave misuse of federal land firsthand 
thank them for quickly taking up my legislation, putting us one step closer to ending this madness once and for all. Six Democrats voted for the measure according to the website of the Clerk of the House of Representatives. All were either in swing districts, so in other words, they're worried about getting reelected, <clears throat> and or represented districts that have felt the effects of the border crisis. No Republicans voted against the measure. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. That's nice to hear. But they vote. But they vote against eight of them. Eight of them vote against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas, and 11 or 13 of them just don't vote for it all. They shelve it. They want to vote for legislation not to allow our taxpayer money to fund housing migrants on federal land and in national parks, but they don't want to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas for making all of this happen. Down is up. Up is down. Left is right. Right is left. Uh, you know, at least Tom Homan will know where to find them when the time comes. <laughs> yeah. The largest domestic deportation operation in American history. That is what we need. It's unbelievable, though. Illegals. Yeah, we'll, we'll just shove them in national parks. You go there with your family, you go on sightseeing, all of a sudden you see, you know, Pedro and Jose washing their asses in a creek. As you're doing, man, welcome to the park. Are you going to call me a racist? I don't give a fuck. I don't care what they are. They're not Americans. Don't care. America first. Sue me. Call me a racist. Call me whatever you want. I'm not a white nationalist. I'm an American nationalist, and I'm proud of it. I don't care. Unapologetic. You're not going to get any realer than this. I don't give a shit. Offended? Hit the X. Click. I don't care. Someone will replace you. Who cares about America as much as I do? So I don't give a shit. But it just gets worse and worse and worse. You think that's it? What? We're just going to fine trucking companies? And we're going to allow illegals to live on federal land? No, that's not it. That's not it. Joe Biden's Department of Veteran Affairs, that's broken, we know that's been broken forever, processed 161,000 medical and dental claims for illegals in 2022 while delaying service to our own American veterans. Joe Biden's Department of Veteran Affairs processed 161,000 medical and dental claims for illegal aliens in 2022 while delaying service to U.S. veterans who served their country, our great republic. Let's go right to the video. It was on Fox. This is just, I, this is where we are. are now calling out the VA's role in processing medical care for illegals. Yes, you heard that right. While those who fought to protect us wait to be treated. Concerned Veterans for America is one organization calling on lawmakers to investigate. Air Force veteran Darren Selnick is one of its senior advisors. He joins us now. Darren, nobody knows VA and VA healthcare better than you. This story's on foxnews.com right now. Break down what's happening. Is it really the case that when someone come, comes across the border illegally, 
in some way they're using the VA to get healthcare services? Hey Pete, thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, it's happening. And I gotta tell you, when I found out about this a few weeks ago, it made me mad. And everyone I've talked to is a veteran, it makes them mad. VA's mission is to serve veterans. It is not to help ICE and the Border Patrol. Not anymore. We have the documents which on, the, on their websites and from a memo, it's not to help them go ahead and process medical claims and pay medical claims and make it easy for the uh, unauthorized migrants to get health care and dental care. So what is happening is, and look, uh, as someone who's a former senior advisor in the Trump administration um, at the VA and an advisor at the White House, I would have stopped this. We would have stopped this because it's not right. The mission of the VA is to serve veterans, not to serve unauthorized migrants. And so what's happening is, and, and we have this from the Undersecretary of Health, he's put out in a video, which I've seen, hey, make it hard for veterans. Make it hard for veterans to go ahead uh, and get community care. But at the same time, they are processing for 2022, 161,000 medical claims and paying those claims for unauthorized migrants. Wow. Um, meanwhile, veterans are having a hard time getting health care. Uh, they're literally dying because they can't get mental health in a timely manner. Um, they, can't, they can't get cancer treatments. Uh, bills are being sent to them because they're not paying the providers on time. So it's making it hard for veterans. They've told the staff to do that, only default to the VA um, community care when you have to. At the same time, they're helping Border Patrol and ICE make it easy button. Easy button for unauthorized migrants, hard button for veterans. Got to stop. Congress needs to investigate this. Uh, last year, Mayorkas said in testimony that they were working with the VA uh, to go ahead and do expand this, possibly in medical centers. We don't know exactly how deep this is. Got to be investigated. It's insane. Got to be stopped. That VA yeah, employee you're talking about insane. said, press the easy button less for vets with community care. They want vets stuck inside VA facilities and not able to go outside to get care if, if they're waiting too long. This is a bill that was passed intentionally to fix what VA is doing so terribly. Here's a source, by the way, for this story. It's an ICE agent and a vet talking to Fox News Digital. He said, we served in the military in this country and we have these benefits to use in the VA. I pay an exorbitant amount of taxes to this country and I can't even get seen for basic needs. But illegals can. They can literally cross the border with all these pre-existing medical injuries or illnesses or whatever they have going on and they literally walk right into a primary care doctor or specialty care doctor and get whatever services they need. And what we're learning now, Darren, is that the VA is part of facilitating the reimbursements and the payments for this. Now, VA is denying they're involved in this, of course. We're but there's a VA it. in front of the process by which these healthcare providers get reimbursed for the care they're providing for illegals. No, absolutely. I mean, the documents are, are, are true. I mean, you can take a look at these documents, um, anyone online. There's a portal on, online at the ICE, which directs them to go to the VA. The VA, uh, you know, documents show from ICE that they processed, uh, had 161,000 medical claims. Uh, ICE says that every provider that they take the unauthorized migrant to, that the provider has to have to send their uh, MedPAR, their claims to the VA. VA is processing them. Look, VA processes it for community care. They should be spending all their time processing the claims for veterans, not for other agencies, not for unauthorized migrants. It's a fact that they are doing it, and because of that, veterans are suffering, and they are ones getting bills and providers are leaving the system. It's totally corrupt, and 
got to be investigated. It's got to be stopped. You're making my blood boil just just hearing that when you consider that how crazy? difficult it is for a vet, first of all, to just be seen at a VA facility, then to get authorized to go outside for care, then to get actually reimbursed for that <laughs> because that system is so dysfunctional. Instead of focusing on making that work for vets, we're facilitating payments for illegals in this country to get medical and dental. And then the VA says, nothing to see here. Yep, nothing to see here. Oh, you did, you did four deployments and you're suffering from mental health? Oh, well, you know what? Fuck you. Because this African over here that came from Senegal has some cavities. So you can go home without your mental health treatment because we can't take care of you right now. Hopefully you don't off yourself from the PTSD and all that other shit. But we got African cavities here. Oh, which, by the way, you're paying for. How does that even compute? How do you, how does that, how does that even, even compute? How does it not make your blood boil? If this doesn't make your blood boil, what the Biden administration is doing against veterans and for illegals, what is it going to take for people to really just wake up? How are you how are you not caring about what happens to the people that served our country? 161,000 medical and dental claims for illegal aliens, people that broke the law to get into this country and who will continue breaking the law to stay in this country and to survive and maybe even rape your sister in the process. Well, that's just racist to say. Fuck you. Here's, here's, a, here's a veteran talking out about it, speaking about it. I was over the course of all, the last six years, dude, the VA has continued to let me down. I just want some continuity of care with mental health providers. These doctors keep quitting, they keep switching. And then the one doctor that I really liked, who talked me off a ledge the last time, <laughs> refused. <laughs> I had a split because they fell out of network and then they came back in the network. So I went the last two years dealing with my own demons myself <laughs> and trying to hold it together. <laughs> and then come to find out, it's, it's like May, May, it's like late May, and he denied, he denied taking my case back April 12th, and I'm just finding out, dude, and now I gotta go back to some new doctor, and then I gotta open Pandora's box again, because they're gonna want to know everything, and then I'm gonna have to live through work and do that for a fucking month. I just want to, I just want some continuity of care, dude. I'm fucking so tired of it. I just want to be able to talk to the same fucking person and have the same individual manage my goddamn meds. I've been off my, off all my medications for fucking two years. I've been doing it on my own, man. I've just been white knuckled. I'm gripping. Jesus, I'm so tired of it. It's not a lot to ask. I just want to be able to talk to the same person and not continue to have to retell these fucking stories that torment me. 
I fucking get it now. I really do. I just want some continuity. Wow. I didn't even know that video was there, and I've never seen it before. Holy shit. <clears throat> Can you imagine what this guy's seen? And now he's crying like a baby. I'm not saying that like to make fun of him in a mean way. I, I think you get what I'm, what I'm saying. And the continuity of care. So listen... I have dealt with people who have issues like this, who have issues like this. <clears throat> Years ago, in my early 20s, I had, I had issues like this. 9-11 um, fucked me up. I was 21 years old. I lost 19 friends in a day. You can imagine what the, the next few years were like. Oh, I almost, I almost ended it. This guy's making this video and he has to relive his torment every time he's got to talk to a new doctor that, yeah, wants to know everything. That's what he's talking about, about Pandora's box. You want to, you don't want to relive any of it. And you want to be able, all right, I have to relive it once and it's going to fuck me up for a while, but I have the same guy that I'm talking to or the same woman I'm talking to, the same mental health provider I'm talking to until they change it and then, they look at your records, hopefully, and then they want to hear from you again about everything. And you have to relive it again. It's a constant cycle because our mental health system is completely fucking broken. And that's when people start doing bad things either to themselves or others. And that's why veteran suicides are up so much. I was lucky. You know, I was, I was on medication for a short time and I got to speak to somebody, the same person. Well, why? Because, well... I wasn't dealing with the VA. It was private. So I, I was lucky. This guy, how many people are like this or worse? It's heartbreaking. It's fucked up. And then, you, and then you look at stories like this, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, everything's great. The economy's up and running, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And we have veterans on the side of the road taking videos. Who knows? I don't know who this guy is. Did, is this the fucking, is this the breaking point? Did he just go home and eat a fucking bullet? It's crazy. It's wild. It, it's, it's, it's beyond heartbreaking. Like, the, I don't even know. You can't even put words to shit like this. They don't care. People laugh at me when I say the government hates you. They laugh at me, the government hates The government fucking hates you. The government hates everybody. The government hates the, 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 the people that put their life on the line for this country. They treat them like shit. I don't blame anybody for not wanting to do it. Look at the aftermath. Look what we put our, our, our service members through. It's really fucking heartbreaking. And, and I'm, if, if, this isn't, if this isn't the flame under your ass to like, you know, fuck this. We got to do something. We got to make sure that the people that are supporting this are, are done representing us. We have to get them out. We have to outvote the steel. We have to get involved. Not just sitting around wearing a fucking Trump t-shirt doing absolutely fucking nothing. Everyone has a smartphone. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has fucking email, a mouth. 
They use it and calls people. And what are we doing? How do I get involved? Who do we call? We got to do something. We are like on this precipice of just complete fucking internal destruction. And people aren't taking it seriously. It's crazy. And then you have scumbags like this. You know, before I get to this. Oh, it's just so fucked up. All right, let's have a laugh. I know you all like it. Let's watch the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. Owned and operated by me, the right-wing cigar king. That's me. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA, 25% off. And you get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. So head over there, support the brand. Grab a t-shirt. We got some great hats coming. Just waiting for them to come in. And uh, great cigars, of course. And we got gift cards for the holidays. So you can tell them, you can give them, get the gift card and tell them to use promo code MAGA for 25% off with the use of the gift card. And of course, you can get cigars for our deployed service members all over the world and the country. We make sure the cigars get in their hands. You can buy them at a deep discount. Plus, you can use the promo code MAGA for 25% off. All right, before I move on to the next thing, I will say, you know, there are times where I say, you know what, fuck it. Just like what you said, Buck Fiden, in the chat. Fuck it, let it collapse at this point. And I, and I get that attitude sometimes in my head. But you know what? You know what stops me from, from just giving up and letting it all collapse? When I see people, when I see veterans crying in their fucking car not wondering if they're going to be able to make it through the day without putting a bullet in their head. Not to mention my kid and my friend's kids and my grandkids. Because if we just sit back and say, fuck it, let it collapse, what happens to us? What happens to everybody? What happens to our kids? No, 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 no. Fuck letting it collapse. And sometimes out of haste, out of aggravation, I say that too. No, I'm, I'm balls to the wall. I want people to fucking hang. Literally. I don't know if you hear that right now, but my giant 100-pound German Shepherd is in the leather chair next to me. 
and he's sleeping and he's having a dream. He's barking in his sleep. And he's running in his sleep because his paws are doing this. I got to get the dog cam. I got to get it set up. It's a priority. It's hilarious. He barks in his sleep. Sometimes out of nowhere, in the middle of the night, I wake up to him howling and he's sleeping and his head's down on his bed and he's he it's like a howl. It's hilarious. He does it every time like sirens go by. Yeah, fuck him. Let him hang. Like I I I just I want to I want to see people get held accountable. I want to see fucking people swinging from the gallows, man. I'm just when I see shit like that, it, it's fucking heartbreaking because I, I I for different reasons I know what he's going through. I have felt that way, just differently, and it's 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 horrible. But you don't think you don't think anything is gonna get better and. This guy's can't even get the the continuity of care to actually just tell his horrible, horrible stories to one person. He's got to keep retelling it. It's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Unless you've experienced some type of trauma in your life that you don't want to relive and talk about all the time, you'll never know. But but videos like that, you should you should take seriously. Especially when it comes from people that have put their lives on the line for our country and have really been damaged from doing it and the pay is not worth it so i get it and we just have more people from the biden regime just scumbags you know like john Kerry that doesn't know anything about anything but rides around the country in a fucking private jet with a huge carbon footprint and i don't care about carbon footprints i mean fire up the jets fire up the diesels i don't give a fuck Democrat John Kerry vows to shut down all coal plants in U.S. that supply 22% of electricity to U.S. homes and businesses and replace it with Chinese windmills. Oh, hello, China. Oh, you want to buy a windmill? Oh, we make for you. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just done caring. I don't care anymore. I mean, I'm not looking to become like a syndicated radio host or someone's going to say, hey, we like you. You should come and do a radio show. But you can't curse. To that I say, go fuck your mother. Why is anyone listening to John Kerry? He's not a scientist, and his goal is to destroy America along with all the other Democrats and some of these Republicans. Special presidential envoy for climate, John Kerry. What a fucking title. Special presidential envoy for climate. John Kerry and hundreds of global elites flew to Dubai to talk about how they will destroy the lives of billions of people with their fantastical global warming issues. If the world is glow, if the world, if we're at a boiling point, like they said in the UN, why did all of their private jets freeze on the runway in Germany? Like literally, like the jets were falling over. Did you see the video footage of that? I don't even think I, I didn't even grab it. I just saw it. I was like, whoa, are you kidding right now? We're at a boiling point. And the and and fucking private jets are freezing to the tarmac and the runways in Germany of all these climate czars, these climate elites. John Kerry announced his commitment to phase out coal power plants. This move aligns the US with 56 other nations in the powering past coal alliance. I want to burn so much coal. 
At the UN Climate Summit COP28 today, new members and partners, including the United States, the Czech Republic, Cyprus, Dominican Republic, Iceland, Kosovo, and Norway, join the Powering Past Coal Alliance, the PPCA, <clears throat> a coalition of national and subnational governments, businesses, and organizations working to advance the transition from unabated coal power generation to clean energy, according to the press release. These seven countries commit to not developing new unabated coal power plants and phasing out existing unabated coal power coal plants to keep the goal of limiting global temperature rise to 1.5 degrees Celsius, 34.7 degrees Fahrenheit, within reach. The move underscores a rapid shift towards a coal-free future in many countries despite the energy crisis. The local, the, the sorry, wow. The global stock take at COP28 must be a turning point for international action on coal phase out. The science is clear. To keep the, the 1.5 degree Celsius goal within reach, countries need to immediately end the construction of new coal power plants and phase out existing plants by 2030. 2030. In the OECD and EU and by 2040 elsewhere, PPCA said. Bring back Donald Trump and build fucking coal plants. We have the cleanest coal. I'm burning some right now. See? You gotta love it. We are the show. You are an enemy of the state. You are heating your house with coal. Go and buy a Chinese windmill and put it on your roof. No, because a China is asshole. I'm working on my soundboard this week too. I just got my new stream deck, my bigger one with all my all kinds of sound buttons. Yeah. So yeah, John Kerry wants to phase out coal. Coal and gas provide 60% of the electricity in the US. Without coal and gas, the US would cease to exist and millions would die. That's just a fact. I think that's what they want. And then those that survive can buy their $70,000 electric vehicles. Just stop. Just stop. I can't. John Kerry wants to replace coal in America with Chinese windmills that provide less than 10% of the current U.S. electricity needs. He thinks we're just going to replace them all with giant Chinese windmills. They kill the eagles. We're talking about tens of thousands of new Chinese windmills across the U.S., to please these global warning fucktards. They're going to have them on top of buildings. You're going to see like your fly of a New York City and every skyscraper is going to have like at least three windmills on it. Survivors get to pay taxes. Ding, 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 ding. You win. <laughs> the ultimate goal is to destroy the country and murder millions during one winter season and buy windmills from China that they send to America on gas-powered ships. Yes. So the gas-powered ships will bring the windmills to China. We'll get rid of all the coal. We'll have deep, dark winters. Windmills will freeze. Americans will die and starve and die. And maybe die a couple times like AOC. Maybe she'll actually thrive then. <sighs> U.S. Senator John Barrasso, Republican from Wyoming, the senior Republican on the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee, and U.S. Senator Josh Hawley, 
The leading Republican on the committee's energy subcommittee wrote a letter emphasizing Special Envoy John Kerry's neglect in tackling China's abuse of the international climate system. China is acting within and taking advantage of it. The the international framework you helped create, the Paris Agreement, the Chinese coal plants to which you object now power mines and refineries producing critical minerals. They drive factories, building solar panels, wind turbines, and electric batteries, and, of, and cars that the Biden administration wants to force Americans to buy. <clears throat> In 2015, you called this treaty the turning point in the fight against climate change. Far from a turning point. It represented little more than business as usual. It gave China a free ride, which you seem to now regret. And it just goes on and on and on. I've never seen a windmill graveyard. I've seen pictures of just windmills that just don't work. Is that, that that's what you mean about a windmill graveyard? They don't work. They leak oil. They, did you know windmills need oil? Did, you, did anybody know that? <laughs> they go on fire. They kill eagles. They look like shit. They want to build like a giant windmill farm. They keep it off, off the coast of Long Island. They keep, you know, it keeps getting beat. But this is the thing. Things like this keep getting beat because we still have people there until we don't until we don't until the establishment wants to expel them for not being convicted of crimes until dark money wants to fund other campaigns that are as business usual business as usual and will bend their knee to the establishment just like what kevin mccarthy wants to do with his he keeps fundraising he keeps fun what do you think he's gonna give a donation and endorse matt gates the guy who threw him out or anyone or any America First candidate? No, he's going to do the opposite. He's going to go against everyone who was ever against the establishment in the next Congress and Senate election cycles. <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy's out for blood. He's just, he's just, they freeze in the winter too. They are just, Kevin McCarthy's just lying, lying in wait. He's just hanging out. And he's fundraising, he's fundraising, and fundraising until it's time to fund campaigns. And then he's going to unleash his financial establishment fury on the country. Mark my words. And people are going to feel it. And that's why people need to start destroying Kevin McCarthy now. Kevin, McCar Kevin McCarthy is a tremendous threat. Just because he's not Speaker of the House anymore, he still controls some of the, the, the biggest donors <clears throat> for Republicans. He can do damage. And this is something that needs to be he needs to be dealt with. You know, it's another it's another good side mission for the for the Dilly meme team and the other memers out there. Is Kevin Kevin McCarthy is a problem. Kevin McCarthy is a threat. And if he's not dealt with, he's gonna keep fundraising and he's not exposed, he's gonna keep fundraising. He did it the last election cycle and he 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 destroyed a lot of races. J.R. Majewski, Ohio is running again. Uh, Joe Kent in Washington running again, and a few others, and he, he's going to go after everybody. Kevin McCarthy is out for blood. If you have America First messaging, if you have anything to do with Donald Trump messaging, if you get endorsed by him, anyone who gets endorsed by him, anything that has to do with America First, MAGA, Kevin McCarthy is going to donate and fundraise against you. 100%. Few more things to get through, people. Hold on, my pen died. All right. Oh, we I don't know if you saw this really quick. Just you're not surprised. Joe Biden, another lie. He gets interviewed by, of course, leftist 
left disgusting left communist uh, Midas touch.com. They're just like anything that has to do with anything other than communism. They're going to attack and go after another lie. Another lie. Joe Biden claims he taught at the university of Pennsylvania. Isn't that the same place? He kept the, 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 uh, the documents. Was it university of Pennsylvania? I don't even remember at this point. For four years. He taught at the university for four years. Joe Joe Biden. I thought Jill Biden was a professor, the wife, and a wet nurse. Joe Biden, four years. And the idiot from Midas Touch is just like, oh, yeah? Tell me more. Because I love you. And I hate America. Biden never taught a single class there. Watch. It's such a sh- it's just, just such a short video, but another one, another Biden lie. Yeah, I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years, and I also taught uh, at, at law school. No, you didn't. And uh, the idea that democracy is inevitable is just not true. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more, Daddy Joe. Tell me more. The guy never taught. Never, ever, ever taught a single class. Never happened. Joe Biden, a legend in his own mind. He was, though, he was paid a million dollars by the University of Penn, but he never, ever taught a single class. He was never a professor or teacher after serving as vice president in 2017. He was paid to give a few speeches. The typical career politician, D.C. grifter act. But he never taught a class. Yeah, thank God, right? Mike, Speaker Mike Johnson is forming other PACs. It is the job of the Speaker of the House to fundraise. That's a big thing they look for in a speaker. The speaker's supposed to be the powerhouse of fundraising. Nancy Pelosi, powerhouse of fundraising in the Democratic Party. Kevin McCarthy, powerhouse in, in fundraising for the GOP. Mike Johnson, believe it, it does not have a tremendous fundraising background or, or a fundraising infrastructure for the party, and that's what they're putting in place. There's a few articles about it. But I hope that they can band together and do as well or better than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, unfortunately, unfortunately, is a big villain with an axe to grind, and he's very, very, very vindictive, and he's going to campaign financially against Donald Trump, already has been, and so have his donors, and he's going to campaign financially bigly in a lot of congressional races. And have to be aware of it. It's just the way it is, and a lot of people don't pay attention to that. It's like a lot of people still aren't paying attention to the January 6th bullshit. We got more January 6th tyranny. We're almost done for the day. The end of America. FBI Stasi arrest Hollywood actor Siaka Masakoy. I don't know who that is. At airport for attending January 6th protests and walking inside open doors of the U.S. Capitol. Nearly three years later. Again, they're still going to keep arresting people. They're going to slowly roll out the arrests going into the campaign season. They're going to use it against Donald Trump in his January 6th trial. 
So he and Joe Biden wanted to teach third grade. There's a nurse in this office I'm in right now just tried to argue and fact check that Biden taught at a university. Yeah, Joe Biden did not teach at a university. Joe Biden did not teach anywhere. His wife did. Joe Biden did not teach a class anywhere. Nowhere. The guy lied about how he graduated law school. Los Angeles-based Siaka Masakoy, that's how I'm going to pronounce it, posing with activist Philip Anderson on January 6th. Anderson was viciously beaten by Antifa at an earlier protest. The FBI sent a SWAT team of 20 agents to the home of Hollywood actor Siaka Masakoy in North Hollywood just before 6 a.m. back in June of 2021. The Chris... Ray FBI felt it necessary once again to use the full force of the law to arrest a Hollywood actor in a pre-dawn raid for walking into the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. We now know that 38% of the 800 protesters who entered the U.S. Capitol on January 6th were waved in by Capitol Police at the West Terrace entrance. Massacoy is a staunch, staunch conservative and Trump supporter who left the Democratic Party <laughs> the Democrat plantation to support President Trump and conservative causes. Democrats hate this, of course. On Thursday, the FBI arrested Siaka Masakoy at the airport. He committed the unforgivable crime of walking inside the open doors on the U.S. Capitol and for supporting Trump. Now he must be destroyed. And apparently, they arrested him at the airport. His wife, I don't know if she gave birth yet, literally about to give birth like any day. And it, like they timed it and they went and they grabbed them. It's wild. They're going to keep arresting January 6ers. Oh, and he's black. They don't discriminate anymore when you're a Trump supporter. You made it. I hope, Rocket, I hope it's not your nurse that you made mad. I have the show on speaker. So, oh my God. How did I, well, hello, everybody in the doctor's office. I think it's great. Joe Biden is a piece of garbage, and you should all get off your asses and vote for Donald Trump in 2024. Otherwise, you're going to feel it in your pockets and other places if you're not already. And you're going to give up your gas cars, your nice gas cars, and your nice heated homes, and you're going to go all solar and Chinese windmills. Don't be a retard. And if you're offended, too bad. <laughs> so, yeah, January 6th is going to keep coming after him, people. It's going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening. There are some House Republicans that are trying to do what's needed to expose Jack Smith. Is it going to be enough? This just in. House Republicans demand all communications between Jack Smith and DOJ about decision to indict Trump. They want to see what the conversations were before the actual decision to indict him because there were there's so many reports of White House staffers and White House representatives of meeting with Jack Smith or representatives of of the special counsel's office, and they want to know why and 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 what unraveled right before with uh, Merrick Garland's DOJ. House Republicans on Friday demanded all communications between special counsel Jack Smith and Merrick Garland's DOJ about the decision to indict the big bad orange man, President Donald Trump. The deep state's hired gun Jack Smith indicted Trump on 37 federal counts in Miami in June. Trump was charged with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information 
and six other process crimes stemming from his conversations with his lawyer. In August, Jack Smith hit Trump with three additional charges in the investigation into classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. The superseding indictment filed in the Southern District of Florida claims Trump was part of a scheme to delete security footage from Mar-a-Lago, which was never deleted. They already proved that. In September, he was hit the other four four, uh, accounts. They continued... The committee is interested to learn whether the department considered the Supreme Court's parameters in weighing the prosecution of former President Trump and any analysis developed in determining that the use of the general conspiracy statute conformed to the precepts articulated in these cases. The committee is seeking all documents and communications concerning your authority to impanel a grand jury in the United States District Courts or the District of Columbia and the Southern District of Florida, all documents and communications concerning your authority to offer immunity pursuant to some U.S. Code 6002 to individuals testifying before either grand jury, all documents and communications concerning any oversight by the Department of Justice any regarding any of these topics, specifically including but not limited to all documents and communications exchanged between your office and the department concerning your decision to return an indictment of President Trump. GOP lawmakers gave Jack Smith a December 15th deadline to turn over all requested documents. They're going to stonewall and say it's an ongoing case, an ongoing investigation. I mean, I could just, I'm not a lawyer. I could see that now. (sighs) December 8th, Owen Schroyer gets released. It was the 18th. So they backed it up again to the 8th. That's awesome if true. That means he's out in four days. Good for him. Good for him. I hope it's true. Even if it's the 18th, still not horrible, not horrible news. And just to show you, two more things. I'm not going to bother with that. Uh, Just a flashback. Swampy Kevin McCarthy, who I just spoke about, says Matt Gates is next. Rhino Uniparty target after George Santos removed from Congress. Two weeks ago on November 19th, Kevin McCarthy joined Fox on Sunday Morning Futures. During their discussion, McCarthy told the Fox News audience that Matt Gates is the next target for the Rhino Uniparty faction of Congress after Representative George Santos is dealt with. The Ethics Committee is going to go after Matt Gates. They're, they're, they're going after scalps now at the behest of Kevin McCarthy. It's what they're going to do. There's just there's no getting around it. Stop. And of course, you know I'm going to get hit with an ad. No, no, an no. Incumbent lost. Sorry. We beat more than double digits of Democrats, and we could even have our biggest election this cycle. And I want to make sure I'm a part of not just having won two majorities, but growing this majority even yeah. stronger. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. continue to do my Growing part. the establishment. How has your life changed now with the new speaker? Do you think that you're going to be able to get these appropriations bills done in this two-laddered approach that Mike Johnson has come up with? 
Well, I think uh, I think Johnson was very smart about making sure keeping our troops paid, especially in the Mediterranean where they are right now. Unfortunately, we had a number of members doing the exact same thing they did before, uh, of stopping bills from moving forward. We're going to have to come together. Uh, we we do know this is really driven, as you know, and you've had in this show, Matt Gates' ethics complaint. I think once that ethics complaint comes forward, he could have the same problem as Santos has, and I think the conference would be probably better united to be able to move forward and get this all done. Uh, Speaker. In other words, they're going to manipulate. Listen, the Ethics Committee in Congress, Congress, investigating themselves, going after who they want to go after and smearing who they want to smear. It's all lies. It's all scams. It's all fake. It's just stupid. Just because it says ethics, it must mean something. They should go. They should do an, an ethics investigation into every member of Congress with an outside ethics investigation committee. Not investigating their own. Kevin McCarthy's alpha blood. He's going to go after everybody. He's going to fundraise. He's going to manipulate. You want to talk about dirty, dirty swamp politics? Kevin McCarthy's right there. Right there. And it's going to happen. I'm going to end on a little, just a little bit of good news. A little bit. I spoke last week about the support that Donald Trump is getting in the black community. More people, the tides are turning among minorities in this country, black and brown neighborhoods, because they see that they've been exploited for decades and decades and decades by the Democratic Party, racist white liberals, as most white liberals deep down are very racist because when they say they apologize for being white or they apologize to black people whose families never dealt, were never slaves, right? They're really saying, we're sorry that you're just so stupid. That's what white racist liberals, that's how they look at black people. I know white liberals. White liberals that I know are the ones who see a black guy on one side of the street, and I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating, and walk across the street so they don't have to walk next to them and make eye contact. Or if they are forced to walk next to them, they look down. You don't get that from Republicans and conservatives. You don't. You don't get it. So the tides are turning, and they're actually speaking out again in Chicago, no less, because illegal aliens, they're pissed off that their people are starving, that they're uh, victims of crimes, that their police are being defunded. This article came out, and I think it's great. If you think you're going to have a peaceful democratic convention while our people are starving, stay tuned. Black Chicago residents issue warning to Democrats and Joe Biden because they're going to, what is it, in August, they're going to have the Democratic National Convention in Barry Satoro and Big Mike's hometown, Chicago. Let's go right to the video. For them, you're going to have the same office for us. That's right. You don't hear any other community talking this plural talk. 
They strictly speak for themselves. The Chinese in Chinatown speak for Chinese, right? The Greeks in Greek Town speak for Greeks. The Hispanics in Little Village speak for Hispanics. Rightfully so. And black people speak for black. Oh, yes, sir. Black Americans. We're not African American. We're not people of color. We're not black and brown, minority. That's right. BIPOC, none of that. People, no, none of that. Strict, this is about our people demanding the resources, just as you're giving these people, these newcomers who are walking into this country. Illegally. And sister's correct. How do you take a new group of people that have paid no taxes, can't vote, and you put them in front of the voters? I'm not gonna pay them no damn taxes. And so we said to you, Mayor, Governor, President, if you think that they're that powerful, that you have to acquiesce and answer to them over us, then you tell them to vote for you in these next elections. Right. You tell them to support your Democratic National Convention. But we don't show you how, how we feel about the Democratic National Convention. Turn it up. Thank you. If you think you don't have a peaceful Democratic National Convention in the city of Chicago while our people starving, that's right. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. There are a group of people that are extremely, extremely pissed off at Democrats because they see what's happening. They're being taken advantage of, they're being exploited, and they're being treated like useful idiots. And they see it. They see that these illegals are coming here in New York City during Thanksgiving. They were all lining up and getting their free turkeys and people that are living in assisted in the housing projects of New York City, we're getting nothing because the illegals came and took all the turkeys. It's happening in every inner city that the Democrats be- made sanctuary cities. Now the black people that live there are pissed. For blacks to come out publicly, and they, these, are, these are some older people here. You hear that woman in the background? I ain't paying no more taxes. We turning it up. They are sick and tired of being sick and tired and people are waking up. And people have to be more vocal about it. And conservatives and Republicans and the Republican Party need to embrace and do a lot for black communities. And not exploit them and treat them like useful idiots like the racist Democrats do. Like the white racist liberals, Chuck Schum- the Chuck Schumers out there. All of them. I love to see it because you're going to see more and more black people voting for Donald Trump. I just feel it. I feel it. I'm not guaranteeing it, but I feel it. I mean, the writing is on the wall. You see it every day when people are going into the Bronx, asking them who they're voting for. And they're saying Donald Trump because their pockets are empty. When you see left leaning cuck scumbags like Mac Michael Rappaport saying, Voting for Donald Trump is on the table. Chris Cuomo? Rappers, entertainers, just black people. It's going to be interesting. 15% of the black vote, it's a wash. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. And I think just people are seeing it. People are seeing it and more people need to see it. 
Chicago residents rioted and protested during the 1968 Democratic National Convention. I hope that there are major, major protests there from black voters demanding the same treatment that now illegal aliens are getting. Well, let's see. All right, everybody, listen. I want you to smash that rumble button. Smash it. Smash the rumble button before you leave. Leave a comment below where it lives forever. I am going to be back today over on LFA TV at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'll be live over there. Come follow. Come watch over there. It's Monday. We got a long week ahead of us. So I'll be back tomorrow, MAGA mornings, 8 a.m. Eastern. Until then, MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you soon. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars.